Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. Valentine's Day is this week, and romance is in the air. But do we really know what true romance is anymore? Or have we given ourselves a definition that limits romance to exaggerated gestures and expensive gifts that lead to hot and passionate sexual intimacy? Is true romance only meant for those who can afford it? Or is passion something simpler that can be created between you and your partner? Well, I believe that it is. And today I'm going to be sharing five ways to rekindle the romance in your relationship. So whether you're in a new relationship and hoping to keep that chemistry going strong or are in a long-standing relationship and wondering how to get the spark back that you once had, then listen as I share with you some simple tips for reigniting the passion between you and your partner. Hello, creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I am so happy that you're here. And uh, since we're celebrating Valentine's Day this month, in fact, this week, and because I field more questions about love and relationships than almost any other topic, I'm spending the whole month of February focused on relationships. And because we're celebrating Valentine's this week, romance is in the air. So today we're going to be talking about five ways to rekindle the romance in your relationship. Now, I am a firm believer that the quality of your life can be determined by the quality of your closest relationships. And most relationships don't suffer from a lack of love. In fact, most relationships don't suffer at all from a lack of love. They suffer from a lack of skill. And romance is a skill. It is a skill. And today I'm going to be teaching you some simple things that will light up your partner and restore the spark to your relationship. And I'm really excited to do so. You know, I've been uh, blessed to have such a beautiful, wonderful, lovely life with my wife, Lisa. And I shared a little bit with you uh, in episode 30 when we got to uh, talk to one another and converse about our relationship. If you want to hear about that, you can go back to episode 30, jeremyflag.com slash episode 30 if you want to hear us talking about our 20 plus years together. But Today, I mean, I'm just excited to share with you some of the things that I have found to be true about romance and our relationship and how things work between us and, and how, how I help other couples also to have that same spark in their relationship. A lot of couples come to me low on passion, uh, low on uh, romance, low on intimacy, and they need to recreate and create again anew or rekindle, if you will, that spark and that flame that's between them that brought them together in the first place. So some of what I'm going to be sharing with you today is going to be sort of so simple that you're going to be thinking, wait a second, I could have done that anytime. And that's the point because romance is really a series of simple gestures that you can make daily or, you know, literally daily. You can make them daily. You can make them weekly. You can make them anytime you want. It doesn't have to be just Valentine's Day. It definitely doesn't have to be just February. But I will tell you that it's super simple and it doesn't have to be a, an over-exaggerated gesture or some expensive trip because that's kind of what romance has become in our culture, isn't it? I mean, we don't really know what true romance is anymore. 
we've kind of given ourselves this definition of romance that in our brains turns into a vision of these, you know, beachfront trips and these beautiful ocean views and expensive gifts with, you know, nice wrapping paper that you don't even want to take off the box because it's so nice and nice ribbons and and jewelry and expensive diamonds and, and rocks and all sorts of, you know, passionate sexual intimacy because we've gotten this great gift for our partner and now they want to give themselves to us. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I mean, I absolutely love to whisk my wife away on private jets and go to remote islands and give her obnoxiously large diamonds and make love to her on the beach for hours and hours. (laughs) I hope you caught the sarcasm in my voice there because the images and the expectations of our media-driven culture has just made romance this ridiculously high bar or high standard that most people don't even feel that they can reach. So most people don't try. So they just kind of give up in some ways, and they think that romance is set aside for some other guy or some person that can afford it or some other time or some other place. But I'm just going to tell you today that true romance is well within your grasp, and it's something you can create And it's a spark and a passion that you absolutely need in your relationship because if you remember back to my three ingredients episode, uh, there was three keys to having a relationship work and it's it's the three parts of love. And you need to have the love of friendship, you need to have the love of passion, and you need to have the love of commitment. And without all those three things present, then there's going to be something missing and you're going to feel it. And passion is a necessary component in love long-lasting relationships. It's a necessary component in any relationship that's going to work or last for any length of time. So let's get into this. Let's check the definition of romance because I think that's where we need to start. Let's define what romance actually is. Romance defined by the dictionary is this. It's a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. Mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. It's creating that feeling or that quality of mystery, creating that feeling or quality of excitement, creating that feeling or quality of remoteness from your everyday routine. So at its core, romance is just using our imaginations to give our partners an experience that breaks up the monotony of our everyday lives and provides some variety that is focused on showing them how much we love and care for them. So with this definition as our guide, it's much easier to see how we can spice up our relationships in simple and meaningful ways every single day. Definitely not just on Valentine's Day. So without further ado, here are five ways to rekindle the romance in your relationship every single day. Let's go with number one. And by the way, it's not just about the, you know, out of the ordinariness of this. It's also about meeting the needs of your spouse, your partner, because if you don't meet their needs in the right way, then the, then the, the grandest gesture just won't land because you need to know their values and what they think is important. So if you have someone uh, who's you know in a relationship with you and they believe that you know for them to feel loved they need to spend time with you and you write them a letter they're not going to feel the gesture of love as much from you in that way 
as if you were to meet their need directly and schedule some quality time with them. So this is all predicated upon uh, some knowledge that I learned back in the first three years of our marriage, which I was so happy to have had in my bag. And that was The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. Beautiful book. It helps lots of people, lots of marriages, and lots of relationships and couples survive. I suggest it to you highly. It's a beautiful book. I teach his concepts in my relationship workshops. I use it in my in my private clients. I'm telling you, it works. Get a copy, grab a copy, but know that I've already sort of crafted it into the five ways you can rekindle romance here today that I'm going to share with you. So with without going much further, let's just get right into it. Number one, you could write your partner a letter. Write them a letter. Because there can be no underestimating the power of words for some of us. I am a words person. I love words. And I really love letters and things that are written to me because I can go back and revisit them and I can read them again. I have cards in my drawer that Lisa has written me throughout the years and I refer to them whenever I feel down, whenever I feel like I want to rekindle some of that feeling of love within us that I want to feel it again. I just, you know, breathe some new life into my relationship just by opening up those old journaled thoughts that she wrote to me and I just get to read them again and I get to, it hits me in the feels all over again and it's really really great to have that kind of intimacy on paper and to have that kind of love. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, guys, but it does have to be from the heart. And by the way, you're always, if you're always writing to your lover, then this won't qualify as a romantic romantic gesture because this has to be out of the ordinary, right? Romance has to be out of the ordinary of everyday monotony, out of the ordinary of what you might already do. So you, if you already write letters, if you already make gestures this way, this won't be romantic. But for those of you who don't, this might be the key. And try this if, you know, if you're all, really go for it and, and really write it down just on a piece of paper, just something simple and beautiful, just right from the heart. I'm telling you. If you have a partner who is really into words and they really desire hearing from you that you love them in that way, whether audibly or written, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful, write them a note, write them a letter. That's number one. Number two way is to plan an extraordinary evening alone. So I know many of you are already going out on date night with your partner pretty regularly, or at least I hope you are. I know that I do. So this romance part is the extraordinary part. It's the extraordinary you can add to the ordinary of your evening. For instance, if you always go to a restaurant with one another, try cooking a meal for them at home. That would be different. That would be out of the ordinary. If your partner really enjoys the outdoors, then make a picnic for them and take them to a special location like a park you both enjoy or a place where you used to spend time with one another consistently but now you haven't been to in a while. Maybe if you plan uh, to go out of town, then make sure you're adding some extraordinary to the mix by choosing a new restaurant that they've been wanting to try or returning to a place that has significance for your relationship like the restaurant where you had your first date. And I cannot stress enough how much the planning part of this gesture makes this the romantic part. 
Make sure all the responsibilities are taken care of at home. If you have kids that need to be sat with a babysitter, make sure you have that lined up. If you have pets that need to be uh, you know, kenneled when you take a trip out of town, make sure you take care of all the responsibilities. Because if the responsibilities are floating and they haven't been taken care of yet, then your partner is not going to be free to enjoy what you have prepared for them. And you want that feeling of freedom and extraordinary out of the ordinariness, right? That's what romance is. You're going to have an impressive night, maybe even an impressive weekend. If you're going out of town, I suggest B&Bs. Those are awesome. We love doing those, and I don't get to do them enough. So when I get to plan one, I really go all out. And I hope I don't need to explain the significance of the alone part because Having an evening alone is so necessary. You need to have that quality time with one another. You need to be able to sit down and look each other in the eye and remember that you you are with the person that you love the most and remember what you love about them and just be grateful to be in one another's presence and give each other your undivided attention. It's a beautiful, beautiful, necessary thing. So that's number two, plan an extraordinary evening alone. Number three, going to sound pretty pedestrian, but do the laundry, do the laundry or do the dishes or make the kids lunches so that they have them ready in the morning or clean the bathroom or just do something that's completely out of the ordinary for you. So if you all, again, I have to mention it again, romance is out of the ordinary. So if you already do this stuff, then it's not going to be out of the ordinary. But if you don't, this will really get your partner going. Now, my wife, for instance, is an acts of service person. She receives love through acts of service primarily. So she really enjoys these small gestures that I do around the house because she feels more loved when I'm taking action to serve her in this way. In fact, I remember the enlightening day at my home when I realized, thankfully only two years into our marriage, that this was the case. I remember reading the Five Love Languages and I, and I remember putting it into action right away. I did not wait at all. I waste any time. I remember reading it literally during the day. And that night, that evening before she got home, I started doing things around the house. And when she came home, she was flabbergasted. I didn't have to buy her anything. I didn't have to do anything crazy expensive. I didn't have to, you know, take her on any crazy trip. Just for her to feel thought of and appreciated and loved, all I had to do was just pick up the vacuum you know, vacuum the floor, and she thought I was the sexiest man alive. Seriously, guys, this works magic for a lot of women. I've helped a lot of couples uh, over serious humps in their relationships, and I found a, a very, very common thing, very common theme being that women, uh, some women really enjoy acts of service. I've met some men that do too, but I mean, most, I would say most women have quality time acts of service as some of their primaries. And man, I'm telling you, this one really gets you going. And the reason why is because if if you're not serving your spouse in this way and all of a sudden you start serving them without being asked, without being told, without being chastised, this really frees up their brain space to notice you again. Instead of thinking about all of those extra responsibilities and things that have to get done, you might give your partner a break from thinking about all that extra stuff. So seriously, just serve your spouse without being asked and you'll see what kind of a difference, a romantic difference this can make in your relationship. So let's go recap. Number one, write a note, write a letter. Number two, plan an extraordinary evening alone, not an ordinary one, an extraordinary one. Number three, do the laundry 
or any other acts of service for your spouse. Number four, start and end each day with a six-second hug. This sounds kind of bizarre, really, but, you know, in our fast-paced lives, we have to remember to actually touch one another, right? Actually touching each other, actually connecting with our physical bodies. Otherwise, we'll just whiz right by each other on our way out the door in the morning, and then we'll sit next to each other on the couch at night watching TV before we both go to bed or working on our computers, and then we'll start all over again in the morning. So if you want to completely change your routine and awaken your desire again for your partner, then give them a six-second hug every morning before you leave each other's presence, and then again at night before you go to bed. Make sure you're spending time hugging and holding them. Why six seconds? Because there's been studies shown that six seconds is how long it takes for the dopamine to react in your brain while the hug is sending its proper message to your body. It optimizes the flow of the chemicals of oxytocin and serotonin, which boosts your mood and promotes bonding between you. And when we hold a hug for six seconds, that's the good, happy vibe that happens in your body when you do it. So get happier with one another just by hugging one another. And hey, you never know where that might lead, if you know what I mean. That's number four, start and end each day with a six-second hug. And number five, Number five is the most important one. Give them the gift of your presence. Give them the gift of your presence. And this last tip is worth all the other tips combined because it's the most important. The gift that each of us has to give one another in relationships that is beyond gifts of worth and it's beyond words and it's beyond hugs and it's beyond service is our presence. When we are engaged in our partner's world, then we are fully available to them. Honestly, you can write a letter and you can plan an extraordinary evening and you can do the laundry and the dishes and you can give them a six-second hug, but if you're not present in those moments, then none of it will make any difference. If you don't know what presence means, then maybe I can explain to you what the feeling of being present is like, right? Like when your partner says, I love you, while their eyes are looking over your shoulder at the television. Or when your spouse gives you a hug with their arms, but the rest of their body is already moving on to the next room so they can get on to the next task. Or when your significant other says they're interested in what you have to say, but then they keep asking you to repeat your last sentence. I know I'm guilty of that one. We all do these kinds of things from time to time, but perhaps the most romantic thing you can do for your relationship is make the commitment to yourself to just always be present. Be present with your spouse, with your loved one, with your significant other. Because when you're engaged on that level, when you're engaged in your relationship in this way, then romance comes really easy. And you never have to wait for that once a year Valentine's Day thing to come around. Because you've got it all in you and you've got everything you need to succeed in your romantic relationship. So let's summarize what we've learned today. First of all, romance. What does it mean? It means something out of the ordinary, something extraordinary, out of the routine, breaking up the monotony, adding some variety to your relationship. So five ways you can do that. Simple ones. Number one, write them a note. Write them a letter. Use words in some way to communicate love to your spouse or partner. 
Number two, plan an extraordinary evening alone. Make sure it's extraordinary. Make sure you've taken care of everything to treat them like the priceless gift that they are to you. Number three, do the laundry, do the dishes, serve your spouse with things around the house that normally would be their responsibility, but you're picking it up for them. Number four, start and end each day with a six-second hug. Just touch each other, man. Just touch each other. Give your bodies an opportunity to send the good chemicals down into your bloodstream and feel happy again with one another. And maybe you don't know where that might lead. And then number five, give them the gift of your presence. Make sure you're consciously engaged in conversation with them. Make sure you're listening well. Make sure you are in the moment with them. Make sure there's nothing else that you want to be or do in that moment so that you can give them all your time and attention in great measure because that will make the biggest difference. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, come on over to jeremyflag.com slash episode 43 and I would love for you to share your answer to this question. What are some tips on successful romance that you've tried in your relationship? I would love to hear your tips. I would love to hear the things that work for you and your spouse and your loved ones. Because I got to tell you, we've all got different things that work, and I would love to be able to share those in one space. So just go to jeremyflag.com slash episode 43 and share your comments with me in the comments section. I cannot wait to read your answers. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed this podcast, then be sure to share it with all your friends on social media. I know there are a lot of people out there that are struggling to find that passion and that spark again in their relationship, and this is an easy way to rekindle it. I've given it to you in a simple, easy-to-digest format, easy-to-implement format, and I hope you'll take a few seconds of your time to send out this love to your friends, to your loved ones. Make sure that they have a great week here. Make sure that they have a great opportunity this year to up the quality of their relationships so that it increases the quality of their lives. And don't forget to tell everyone you know how much you loved it. Did I mention that already? I just wanted to mention it again. And consider, if you will, if you loved it, taking 30 seconds of your time to rate and review the show in iTunes. I would truly appreciate it, and it would elevate the status of the show so that more people just like you that want to break through to better results in their life and relationships can have the tips and strategies at their fingertips and be able to listen to every new episode. Hey, we're going to close this episode today with one of my favorite quotes about romance from a very unlikely source, the famous American Christian evangelist Billy Graham, who said this, the word romance, according to the dictionary, means excitement, adventure, and something extremely real. Romance should last a lifetime. I couldn't agree more with Mr. Billy Graham. And I hope you agree as well that romance should not only be at the beginning of a relationship, it should last a lifetime. And it's something simple to just do. take what's ordinary and make it extraordinary. Use your imagination to make sure that romance and passion are present inside your relationship by creating it between you. Take every moment you can to make the most out of your partnership with your spouse, with your significant other. Have a breakthrough day, my friends. I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening. 
For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag create you. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on create you and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life changing episode. You won't want to miss it. So be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg, reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.